I have a little story time for you. The story time is about a woman named Caitlin. Hi, Caitlin. Hi, Caitlin. Caitlin drops her key fob in her car. It's like, ah, dang it. And like moves her car seat back. And when she grabs her key fob, she feels something. And it is, she she grabs it, pulls it out. It is a ring. It is a class ring from William and Mary, the college. So to make a long story short, she calls the college and is like, I found this person's ring. I want to make sure it gets back to them. It was a class of 1980. So this is not like, you know, Uh a new ring or anything. Uh, And as it turns out, her car used to be a rental car. A guy was in the car, lost it, couldn't find it, looked everywhere in the car, searched everything, turned the rental car back in, couldn't find it and was like, well, maybe I dropped it somewhere. She found it, got it back to him. How did it, even if it was way under the seat, how did it, oh, I guess he, he didn't lose it in 1980. That's just no, he didn't graduated. lose it in nineteen. So, so for a year or two, it's just been bopping around under there. Bopping around under there. Got it. I tell you that story to tell you that that is the reason I am not giving up on finding my original engagement stone. If you are new to the show, last year took a lot from from us. It Was also it? it also took it took a lot of time. In some instances, it took a lot of energy. It also took the engagement stone out of my original uh, engagement ring. And was it August? And broke my heart. August that you lost it? July? It was either, I think it was July. And I am so sad. It's the ring. It's the, it's the diamond that Jeff picked out to propose to me with. I swear to you, it should is I just somewhere t- in my car. Should I just tell you that it's a cubic zirconia? It always has been. So you feel it better It wouldn't matter. It's what you proposed. No. It's what you proposed to me with. It is priceless to me, regardless of what it is. And I swear it's in my car. You vacuumed the whole car out, though, using the little handheld thing. And then you went through the. I'm sure this guy did, too. And No, because it was a rental car. I mean, you're right. He probably did. And then who cleans better than a rental car? You know what I mean? Like they have industrial vacuums and stuff like that. It never got vacuumed up. And I feel like at some point, you know, I'm not going to have this car forever. But, and, be, but before you trade it in, you're going to take the driver's seat out. You know, I don't know it. if you can pay someone to do that. If if it were only like a hundred bucks to do that, I would 1000% pay someone to take that seat out of my car because I am convinced that the diamond is still in there. I thought about taking it to um, one of those like super detail places where they make your car look brand new mm-hmm. and just telling the person who works there. But then I'm concerned, like, what if that person, I don't know that person, what if they're shady and they're like, oh, okay, I'll keep my eye out for it. And they find it and just boop, pop it in their pocket. I want to find a really trustworthy car dealer, maybe. Maybe we know someone. I know we have a couple upside listeners who's like husbands well, at how, body shops or whatever. How much time you got? Drive it to St. Louis and let the car mom do it. Oh my gosh, I would totally <laughs> Let Kelly do it. Kelly, please find my diamond. So just take it to her dealership. Let them take it all apart. I totally would do that. Do you want a road trip to St. Louis? Let's do it. The upside means living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. 
If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I am grateful for garbage disposals. You know what I was thinking about? Why don't any offices have garbage disposals? I don't know, because you don't, because it's more of a kitchen thing, right? You're not, who's cooking like fajitas in an office? Nobody's cooking fajitas in an office, but people are rinsing out their lunch and their drinks and whatever. And I have never worked in an office where there were not routinely clogs in yeah. the drain of a kitchen sink. And I'm just saying, like, I have lived That's a good point. for a long time. I don't think I've ever maybe once had someone come and repair a garbage disposal. Like, what is the hang up about the garbage disposal? I would it's rather, liability. honestly, I would 100% rather have a meal cooked in any college fraternity house than I would in most of the offices I've ever worked in. Mm-hmm. The off- office kitchens are horrible. Like, I don't understand that. There's like jelly stuck to the wall. There's like stuff in the fridge that's been there since Reagan was president. You know what ma- it makes me think? It makes me think like... Of like coworkers that I've worked with throughout the years, like, what does your home look like? Like, do you treat yeah, your home. home the way the same way you treat a work kitchen? No, like, do their you home just, is like, great. Leave your bagel crumbs all over the counter. Like, who are you expecting to clean up after you? The office manager. Yeah, that is rude. Yeah, it's rude. rude. And without fail, there's always like something weird and like slightly random in the freezer. 100%. Always in the freezer, like yep. not the fridge. Always in the freezer. Like there's um, been in ours a paper plate that has nothing on it. It's been in there for six months. No clue why. My name is Callie Dollar and I am grateful for text messages. Now, my parents are daily listeners of the show. And how often do we go to my parents' house where my dad has feedback or a question about the show? 100% of the time. 100% of the time. So I have not told you this yet, but I was over there a couple days ago and we were talking about the one to 10 check-in. That's what my dad wanted to talk about as our Friday scale of one to 10 check-in. Was it, did he have input on the recent, on the debate that we were having on how to use the, the He scale? did. Okay. For historically for, and everybody who's listened to the show for a while knows that when we do our one to 10 check-in, we'll always give our number seven, eight, six, five, whatever it is, nine, 10. And then we will explain why it's not higher. And a couple people have pointed out that that's actually a little bit toxic, right? Cause, cause you're never going to be able to live your life always at a nine or 10. You'll never appreciate the days that are nines or tens if you're always there. So the idea has been floated that I agree with that five is average. We sit right in the middle and then anything above five means we're doing well. Anything below five means we're having a rough week, but rather than almost start at 10 and then dock ourselves points, we start at five and either give or take away points. Now, my dad, when he gives feedback on our show, he will kind of start with a question or like something philosophical. He doesn't just tell you, I agree with you or I agree with Jeff. He always like gives a story with it. And he was telling me that he read something or some psychologist that he follows or some good energy person. My dad has, does a lot of positive psychology stuff. Um, so he, he's interested in it. He doesn't study it, but he, he loves to research it. And he was saying 
that some positive psychologist that he follows, it's like a genius says that most people live around like a five or a six. And I said, so does that mean that you're agreeing with Jeff? And he was like, yeah, I agree with Jeff. Most people are at a five or six. So I said, what would be a 10? And he said, tens are reserved for the happiest days of your life, your wedding, the birth of your child. And I'm like, Really though? I don't yes. know. I Yes. That means that you have that you use tens like maybe 10 times in a lifetime. Yes. I agree with that. Mm. Because the way we do it like the fact that we have had multiple tens shouldn't that shouldn't be a thing. When we have a 10, we should take ourselves out to dinner and open a bottle of champagne. Like a 10 is I'd say so I think where we got off on the wrong foot a year ago or two years ago, however long we've been doing this, is we would start at 10. We would start with the expectation of perfection and then we would dock ourselves points, right? Mm -hmm. In order to, depending on how rough the week was. I don't think, I, I, and apparently this genius psychologist person doesn't agree either. I think we start at five. Like a typical week is a five. If we have a seven or eight, that should be really, really good. A nine, light some fireworks. A 10, open the expensive stuff. That's my philosophy. This so, is going to take me a while. I don't know why I'm having such a hard time with this, but this is going to take me a long time to let, break this, okay, this let view me, of mine. Let me ask you a question. A couple of weeks ago, you said you were at 10. Mm -hmm. Okay. So you're at a 10 because mm -hmm. you had a few days off of work. You'd been off of work for a week at that point. So you've been sleeping in, mm -hmm. hanging out with Ellie all day, mm -hmm. got a bunch of stuff, got your Christmas shopping done early. Mm -hmm. You were at 10. Awesome. If you were at 10 then, what were you on the day Ellie was born? I know. What were you on the day we got married? What were you on the day you met me? On the day I met you? Yeah. You think highly of yourself. I feel like we've been talking about calendars a lot on the show since the start of the year. So I promise you, this is the last time it's going to come up, but I have joined something, uh, called the, the, the big, it's a swear word. And I know we have kids listening, the big butt calendar club. Mm -hmm. It's, um, Jesse Itzler, who is an entrepreneur and a speaker, a motivational speaker started this big butt calendar club because he wants people to optimize their time. I've watched him do this for a couple of years. I follow him on Instagram and I thought, oh, that's really interesting. But he said something that made me buy his calendar a week or two ago and I haven't been able to get it out of my head and I can't wait. I'm going to do it this weekend. I'm going to open up the calendar and fill it out. He said that most people with their time they play offense, not defense. So his philosophy is you get a calendar at the start of the year. And in the month of January, you sit down with that calendar and you look ahead to any days that are important to you and you block them off. So, for example, um, our birthday. You mean most people play defense, not offense. Isn't that what I said? No, you said most people play offense, not defense. Most, most people, yeah. Play defense, it. yeah. No, offense, defense. Most people play defense with their lives, but you're saying you should play offense. Yeah. By getting ahead of stuff. Is that what I said? I backwards it. You backwards it, but okay. yeah, clarified. So no. Scratch that, replay, do it again. Thank you, perfect. Okay, 
So he says, get your calendar out sometime in the month of January. And he says, not only do you pick stuff like important weekends or days or events and you block them off for, let's say, like your birthday weekend, you could block that off for like a weekend trip or something like that. Um, but uh, holidays, vacations, you also pick a few times a year to do stuff. Um, he calls it Kevin's rule. I think I've told you about it, right? I don't know. Keep talking. I just talked about it recently, but Kevin's rule is like every 10 weeks you spend a day or a weekend doing something that you normally wouldn't do approximately every 10 weeks, every other month. So at the end of the year, you'll have five or six experiences that you never would have had before. Mm -hmm. You know, it could be extreme like skydiving, but could also just be like, go to an art museum. Mm-hmm. doesn't matter what it is, but you do those things. And then every year you put in one big goal, run a marathon or learn to speak a different language or whatever. The point is you schedule all of this stuff ahead of time and you block it out because normally a calendar, your calendar just becomes a list of requests that other people have made of you for your time. Yes. So by blocking this out ahead of time, if if we look ahead to February and your birthday and we say, okay, we're going to go away for the weekend. It's in we, like two weeks, by the way. Right. But the weekend after your birthday, mm-hmm. we block that out and it's blocked. That means if somebody comes and invites us to something. Nope. We can't go because it's already blocked. Right. Looking ahead to my birthday. We block it out now so that if we got an invite to a like a black tie event or some fancy holiday party or whatever, it's too late. We've already blocked out because we're playing offense. Mm-hmm. We're blocking out our own time. And so I'm so excited this weekend. I have the calendar. It really is a big, giant calendar. And I'm so excited to take it all out and just block stuff off. Not only those those big occasions you know, like those, those yeah. types of events, but trips and stuff. But I also want to do the thing where every other month we do something or I do something that I normally wouldn't do. Like the idea of going to an art, we, like, we have a great art museum in the city of Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Neither one of us are huge, like art fans. Mm-hmm. I would say art connoisseurs. Art connoisseurs. But you know what? If we didn't live in Atlanta, it w- we'd be like, I can't believe we didn't go to the high museum more. Yeah. So that's just a thing that you put on there and you block it out and you make it happen. So, okay, that's the end of my- Play play offense, not defense. Yeah, so no more calendar discussion. But that's, I just wanted to share that because I'm so excited about it. And he, by the way, he's Jesse Itzler, I-T-Z-L-E-R on Instagram. Follow him for great motivations. Supreme Court, Callie, is where we take your dilemmas and present them to Callie. She will render an opinion. Now, this could just be for- Excuse me. This is not an opinion. I will render a verdict. Verdict. And um, we've actually had some cases where people have said to her, uh, whatever your verdict is, I'm going to go with it. So don't joke around with this one. It's legally binding. (laughs) Yeah. It's it's almost (laughs) like a contract. So what do you have today? This one says, dear Callie- Uh, Right before Thanksgiving break, a cat started hanging out around our house. We fed it and let it sleep on the porch. And with the exception of one or two days since then, we've seen it every day. My kids love it. It loves my kids. Now I think we have a cat. I'm going to take it to the vet this week to see if I need to get it fixed or anything. It never occurred to me that a cat would have a chip. I always just thought that dogs have chips and my kids are now attached. So if this thing belongs to someone else, 
they'll be heartbroken. Do I have the vet look for a chip on the cat? There have been no signs up in the neighborhood and none of my neighbors have seen it before. At this point, I'm sure the cat's owner has moved on, but if I know I'll have to call them and if they want the cat back, I'll have to give it to them. But if I don't know, I don't have to deal with it. I know what your ruling is going to be, but maybe you have an angle I haven't thought of yet that will allow me to keep the cat guilt free. Oh, that's, oh, sorry. Every time. Sorry. I should just give you the button for that. You really should. That's such a tough one because now your kids are attached, but you got to do the right thing. Well, I'm not taking your, I don't want to take your verdict. I would assume. You know, know. that people are screaming into yeah. their, into their phones right now because the number one complaint of this segment is that Jeff cuts me off and gives his opinion before I'm allowed to say anything. Okay. Yeah. I wasn't giving my opinion. I was just <laughs> stating that this is such, this, that is tough. That is a tough spot to be in. It is a tough spot. I will say, can I say something that has nothing to do with the opinion? <laughs> yes. It's driving people nuts. I should almost come up with stuff to say just to drive people nuts. But um, that's 1,000% something that I would do too. It wouldn't occur to me like that a cat would have a chip. Like, not, Yeah, I wouldn't have thought – I wouldn't think that either. Yeah, like – but if they could. any You could chip anything. You chip me if you want. But anywho <laughs> – so if I get lost to scan me. Well, I do have a couple of things. First of all, if you look at the cats. It's actually not a bad idea. Why don't we chip old people? You could chip me and I would be fine with it. So if I ever go missing, if I ever, you know, whatever, you can track me down. I, I am going nowhere that you can't know about. Okay. I, Just um, for the record. Okay. I've implanted an air tag into you. Ew, I, those things are huge. Um, My thought is, well, first of all, check and see if the cat has like a clipped ear because sometimes that means that they're feral cats that have been like spayed or neutered like oh yeah don't they catch them and then spay them and then clip yeah, yeah. however that said my sister has adopted a cat with a clipped ear already so that may not be reliable so scratch that take the cat to the vet and get it chipped and here is the amazing opportunity that you have get it chipped or get it checked for a chip checked for a chip got it you have the opportunity to teach your kids a valuable lesson about things that are theirs, things that aren't theirs, doing nice things, et cetera, et cetera. And I would not assume that the cat is feral because I do happen to have a friend. Her name is Laura, who she had this cat that her kids love that would come at their house. I mean, the cat would curl up on their couch, right? She has since found out that it has a double life and another family. And I think cats are like, you know, unreliable in that situation. But think about how you would feel and it's bad karma. What do you mean it has another family? It's like one of those pilot stories that you read about where the guy had families in two cities. Yes. So but the, the cat has like more than one family. It's just like shacking up at everyone's house. The cat has like a family on each of three different blocks. Not kidding. It really does. That's and now the, the owner knows and knows it's at their house and whatever. But for a while they're like, oh, are we getting a cat? Are we getting a cat? And then they found out that it was someone else's cat. But you will never regret doing the right thing and having some integrity and teaching your kids that lesson. So- the court rules in favor of taking the cat to the vet. I 
I actually have something to tag on to that. Okay. And that is that you could, I also would go so far to say that you need to put it in next door also. And I say that because my friend and I, a couple months ago, found a cat in her front yard and we let it in thinking that maybe it was somebody's. She posted a picture of it on next door and they were able to confirm that actually it is a feral cat. Um, and it's with a neighborhood group of like feral cats. So someone confirmed that. So it could go in your favor if you post about it on next door, but then you won't ever have to be worried about someone uh, coming and saying, Hey, that's my cat and getting into a legal argument, you know, after the fact, after the fact. So the holiday season is over and now it is time to take a look at your credit card bills. Credit cards can be overwhelming to navigate when you have multiple cards with different interest rates, but Lightstream is here to make it a little less complicated. Lower your interest rate and save with a credit card consolidation loan from Lightstream. Lightstream believes that people with good credit deserve a better loan experience, and that's exactly what they deliver. Lightstream's credit card consolidation Loans have rates as low as 4.98% APR with auto pay and excellent credit. Get a loan from 5 thousand to one hundred thousand dollars there are no fees and you can even get your money as soon as the day you apply just for upside listeners apply now to get a special interest rate discount and save even more the only way to get this discount is to go to lightstream.com upside that's l-i-g-h-t-s-t-r-e-a-m.com upside subject to credit approval rates range from 4.98 percent apr to 19.99 percent apr and include a 0.50 percent auto pay discount lowest interest rate requires excellent credit terms and conditions apply and offers are subject to change without notice visit lightstream.com upside for more information ladies i want to talk directly to you about this skin on your man i know that's a weird sentence but guys need to take care of their skin too they just don't think about it they were never trained to do that i certainly wasn't you can help and here's a great way to do that go to calderalab.com and get your man three simple products a cleanser a moisturizer and a serum and then just leave them out nearby near his bathroom sink put the cleanser in the shower wherever he'll find it and then when he asks you how do i use this stuff what is this stuff get the stuff off my counter you tell him how simple and easy it is because it really is as simple as one two three you wash with the cleanser you moisturize with the moisturizer and a night before you go to bed you put the serum on your face that's it it's so simple and right now you can take advantage of the biggest sale of the year at caldera lab go to calderalab.com c-a-l-d-e-r-a-l-a-b.com slash upside or use discount code upside when you check out you'll save 30 percent and again it's as simple as one two three so easy even a man could do it right Done is the number one ADHD online treatment platform that is on a mission to make ADHD more affordable and accessible for everyone. Getting a diagnosis for ADHD can range from a few hundred dollars to over a thousand dollars. Done is here to help change that. Because you're an Upside listener, you'll get your diagnosis appointment for just $99. After that, monthly memberships are just $79 a month. Membership to Done includes one-click refills, fast appointments, and flexible scheduling with your provider. Done's board-certified practitioners will lead the way through your treatment, and the best part is 
every done practitioner is an ADHD specialist. So you're not rushed into a diagnosis and then sent away to handle it on your own. Their expert providers help you consistently through your journey and take extra time to get to know you and your medical history. Their goal is to find your ideal treatment plan 100% personalized for you and only you. Done is available in more than 30 states nationwide. The time is now to treat your ADHD and it's never been easier. Make your ADHD a strength with Done. Initial appointments are $199, but as an upside listener, you'll get your first appointment for just $99 when you go to done.callieandjeff.com. That's a $100 savings when you go to done.callieandjeff.com. ADHD done differently. Here are today's three random things. Number one, do you know what cute aggression is? No. I have heard about this. I did not experience it all, it at all with Ellie, but I think it um, affects women more than guys. Cute aggression is the uh, condition where a person wants to squeeze, pinch, or bite Tiny, tiny animals or tiny humans. And I remember talking about this on the radio. I don't remember which show I was on, but like there were women who called in and said that they had to physically resist the urge if they were like visiting a friend's baby or something Mm -hmm. to nibble on the baby's toes or cheeks. Oh my goodness. Because it's just some, and doctors don't know what causes it. Researchers don't know what causes it. They do know that it has nothing to do with harm. Like you don't want to hurt the little baby or the puppy or whatever it is. But cute aggression is the act of doing something Hmm. semi-violent, bite or pinch or whatever, to a tiny critter. Uh, My second random thing is uh, the right playlist could make your workouts more productive. Men's Health Magazine uh, conducted a study and found that um, runners who listened to Beyonce would shave close to three minutes hmm. off their 10K times. Um, other run-boosting artists include Kanye West, Cardi B, and Rihanna. I would have picked like Linkin Park or something. Nothing motivates me to run like some angry rock. So like angry 90s rock, mm-hmm. early 2000s rock. Mm-hmm. I get that. Um, and then this one is sad. I hope you don't fall into this category. But only 44% of married women say that they would marry their husband again. <gasps> oh, my gosh. That's so sad. 36% said, uh, just said flatly, no, not interested, not that guy. And 20% could not answer either yes or no. And again, I know I'd have to think about it. That's really depressing. But only 44% of married women would, would marry their husband again. So I would marry you again. Um, what if there was no smoosh? What if I didn't? I would I, still marry you. You would? Yeah, that wasn't like a, that wasn't a relationship sealer for me. Oh. Okay. Well, those are your three random things. Lily has anxiety. We know this. I don't know if it's situational. I don't know if it's COVID, whatever. I finally made an appointment with the vet for Lily to go next week. And they said, what is the reason for this visit? And I said, well, I think that she's struggling a little more frequently with anxiety. And the vet, the person taking my call and making the appointment was like, okay, so tell me what's going on. And I was like, well, I'm not sure if it's like COVID and we've been home more Or, you know, we had a baby a year ago and she goes, oh, yeah, yeah, that's it. (laughs) The baby? Mm -hmm. Oh, got it. Yeah. And it was funny because they must have a lot of people call. I felt kind of silly calling about that, but they they must have like 
enough people calling about that or experience with it that she was like, oh, yeah. She didn't say that's it, but she was like, oh, yeah, baby. Uh huh. You know what I'm interested to talk about? Because we never, I never considered that because her anxiety has started showing up when we leave the house. Like, mm-hmm. so I just attributed it to like separation anxiety. We were home so much during uh, COVID and during the pandemic and while you were pregnant and all of that, that she just got used to it. And she's a very sensitive dog. She's very sensitive. She's very sensitive. So I, my assumption was she just got used to that. And then we left, but I wonder if it like in the, in the dog mind, she's worried about her, you know, place, place in the, in the pack, pack because if we leave, and we like to her, it's such a treat to leave the house. Mm-hmm. But every time we leave, we take that baby. She's mm-hmm. like, oh my gosh, what if they don't come back for me? Yeah. I, poor, poor thing. here's what we have to agree on before this happens, though. I need you because you're going to be the one taking Lily to the vet because I'll be at work. I need you to leave there with anxiety meds. Okay. Isn't that why she's going? That's why she's going, but I feel way more strongly about this than you do. And I feel like you would be like, oh, well, she's fine most of the time. It's just like, no, like I think. Well, I, I'm not, I'm going to leave there following the advice of the veterinarian. Like the vet might say, look, here's, here's the thing with the baby in the house. She's feeling whatever confined, you know, so you guys got it. And we still have to walk Sadie. You know, she's still got to But get I want away. her to be able to go to doggy daycare and stuff like that. And I don't think she can go to daycare without meds. Well, I'm going to just follow the, I'm not going to go there and demand. Not demand, but I want you, to, you and I to go in there like on the same page. My page is just doing what the vet says. So if the vet's like, yeah, it's, you got, she needs a little something to take the edge off, then so be it. But if the vet's like, why don't you try this? Take her out for a daily walk every day for three weeks and see if that helps. I mean, I don't. I can't imagine how that would, but I also don't know really how dogs work. They just cuddle and eat and poop. Anyway, I thought that was really funny that she's like, oh, you had a baby? Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. I get it. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Make sure you're subscribed to The Upside with Callie and Jeff wherever you listen to podcasts so you never miss an episode. Okay, I promise this will be the last thing that I'm going to talk about regarding calendars and schedules and stuff. And I think this is, we talked about this at the end of last year. I think this is almost kind of a resolution for us, isn't it? But uh, the secret to a happy marriage, according to a study done by um, researchers at Idaho State University, that um, couples who go on regular dates with each other are more satisfied in their marriage than couples who do not. So... As, as the world returns to normal and date nights can become a thing, I think when I fill out my big calendar this weekend, we pick monthly date nights. Your big butt calendar? My big butt calendar, we pick date nights and we schedule them and we schedule them for the whole year. All right. Are you into it? You kind yeah, of- I just was posing that to be, I kept waiting for the end of the segment and you, I thought we were wrapping it and then we didn't wrap it. So then Oh no, that's the end. Right there. Done with this segment. Right. What was that? Did you just burp? <laughs> no, it was like an air bubble. That's what a burp is. <laughs> it was more like a hiccup. Hey, Callie and Jeff, it's Cindy. Okay.
Get your head out of the sand, Jeff. I worked with preschool teachers. I consulted preschool teachers in public, private schools, all over the place. So here's what you need to do. You're going to go in there and just like Callie said, you're looking for a vibe. Do the kids look happy? Are the kids engaging with appropriate age materials, doing appropriate activities? Are they making two-year-olds? And do not joke. Sit at a table and try to hold a crayon and write the proper way. I am not kidding you. You better see kids engaged in messy play. You better hear lots of singing. You better hear lots of language. That's what needs to happen at a really good preschool. Be ready. Go in there. You'll know it when you see it. There'll be a vibe. There'll be good places, but there always will be one that will stand out. Good luck. Do you have somebody unbiased that you can talk to completely unfiltered? That is one of the greatest parts about therapy is there's somebody in your life who you can share everything with. They're not going to judge you and they're not going to be biased by relationships that you have or that a past that you have together. They're going to be able to give you unfiltered advice and unfiltered guidance. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, even live chat sessions with your therapist. You don't even have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. Unload the stressors and get some unbiased feedback. You'd be pretty surprised at what you might learn. See if it's for you. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp and the Upside with Callie and Jeff listeners are going to get 10% off their first month at BetterHelp.com slash Upside. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P dot com slash Upside. Think organic groceries are too expensive? So do we. Thankfully, there's Thrive Market. Thrive Market is an online membership-based market on a mission to make healthy living easy and affordable for everyone. They'll deliver what you need so you can spend more time on what matters. We've been Thrive Market members for a few years now, and our focus on healthy quality food is super important to me, especially now that we have an Ellie around and she's eating what we're eating. It's time to step up our game. The Thrive Market site is really easy to navigate, and I know when I click on the baby and kids aisle that whatever I choose is going to be healthy, organic, and high quality for her. And I can feel good about any choice I make when I shop at Thrive Market. I really love their snack options. I've been eating their snacks for years and now Ellie is eating their snacks. They have her favorite Annie's bunny crackers in the small snack bags, which make my life way easier. And it's offered at a better price point than our local grocery store. They have everything from ethically sourced pantry essentials to sustainable meat and seafood to non-toxic cleaning and beauty products. Plus you can easily shop by diets and values like keto, gluten-free, vegan, non-GMO, fair trade certified, and more. Go to thrivemarket.com slash upside. Join today to get $20 off your first order and a free gift. That's T-H-R-I-V-E-M-A-R-K-E-T.com slash upside to get $20 off your first order and a free gift. Thrivemarket.com slash upside. Hey guys, it's Liz um, on the preschool front. Just make sure you're looking for classrooms that are happy and engaged and the kids look, you know, super happy to be there and interactive and that there's lots of activities to do and it's like music and growth motor and fine motor and they have lots of different things. Just don't say to the teachers, I mean, what do you do all day? It's just preschool um, because some early educators take that very, very seriously. So good luck. It's going to be great. She's going to have a blast wherever she goes. All right. Have a great one. Bye. Hey, Callie and Jeff. It's Mary from Marietta. 
I was listening to you this morning talk about meetings, and is there anyone who likes a meeting? No. No. Nobody likes a meeting, especially the way we have to do it where I work. First, you go over your norms, how everybody should behave during the meeting, like we're not all adults and professionals. Then you have to waste five minutes on wine and cheese, talking about stuff that pisses you off or you're so excited about. There's very little wine at these meetings. Ha, 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 ha. We're all drunk. Then you have the meeting that goes on and on. And then right when you could leave, somebody asks a question. And you just want to reach through the screen and throttle them. Meetings suck. Bye. Hey, y'all. I just wanted to tell you. My husband and I have never been into college football. My parents didn't watch it. His parents didn't watch it. And about five years ago, we moved to Athens. And let me tell you, it's like there's something in the atmosphere. (laughs) We are not college age. But let me tell you, it is like there is something in the atmosphere here because you come here and you get sucked in. You have to participate and go dogs. I never thought I would like college football. I didn't understand it. But let me tell you now, we never miss a game. Saturdays are Georgia football days. It's cool, though. It's fun to be a part of something like that. But anyway, go dogs, national champion. Hey, Callie and Jeff. So I was just listening to your episode about touring preschools. And I had to call immediately. I didn't even finish listening to that episode. Uh, Kelly, you're absolutely right. You go in and you have to look for a vibe because there is a vibe. And there are bad preschools, believe it or not. Um, this was a Christian preschool. Uh, walked in and the director actually gave us a tour, which I was like, oh, that's cool. Great. My son was four at the time, four or five. So he was like, you know, the year before kindergarten. Walk in, she's giving us a tour. They go out to the playground. One thing that he had been really, like, the playgrounds were not great at the previous preschools that we looked at. This playground was awesome. He was so excited about it. He went up to the fence, started to climb on the fence, like, oh, mommy, mommy, can I go in and play? And the director looks at him and says, sweetie, you don't go here, so you can't go in and play. She got an attitude with him, and immediately I was like, okay, this is the director. No way is my kid attending this school if she's going to talk to kids like that. So Callie is absolutely correct. Look and listen for a vibe. Look around. See how clean things are. See how teachers are interacting with kids, and you'll definitely know when you find one that you like. All right, bye. Always try to look at the upside, not the downside. Mm. Look at the positive side of stuff and try to make it work. If if you're feeling blue or if you're feeling down, there's got to be something that's going right somewhere around you. Right. Yeah, and it really, it works, it works.